ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحج هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم والشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار indeed the best speech is the speech of allah azza wa jal and the best guidance is the guidance of muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the most evil of matters are the newly invented matters in the religion and everything that is newly invented in the religion is an innovation it is not from al-islam and every innovation is misguidance and every misguidance leads to the hellfire believers in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala i advise you and myself to free allah your lord your creator your sustainer your sustainer and the controller of your affairs the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he should be feared for indeed you shall return and eat to him believers in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah mentions in the Quran in a verse al rasul bima unzila ilayhi min rabbihi wal mu'minun كُلٌّ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَمَلَائِكَتِهِ وَكُتُبِهِ وَرُسُلِهِ لَا نُفَرِّقُ بَيْنَ أَحَدٍ مِّن رُسُلِهِ وَقَالُوا سَمِعْنَا وَأَطَعْنَا غُفْرَانَكَ رَبَّنَا وَإِلَيْكَ الْمَصِيرِ الله سبحانه وتعالى says آمن الرسول that the messenger and the believers they have believed in that which has been sent and it to them from their lord kullun each and every one of them amana billah 
They believe in Allah. They believe in his angels. They believe in his revealed books. And they believe in his messengers. We do not. They say we do not differentiate between any one of his messengers, meaning we do not deny any one of them. We don't believe in some and we do not believe, disbelieve in others. But we accept and we believe fully in all of the prophets and messengers that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent as guides for the whole of mankind. And they say we hear and we obey. In this verse, brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions and clarifies one of those noble attributes of the believers, the true believers, that they believe in everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent to them from the revealed books and from the speech of his messengers. In this verse, Allah Azza wa Jal mentions that the believers, they believe in all of the messengers of Allah and they do not deny or disbelieve in any one of them. They hear and they obey. They hear the revelation, they understand the revelation and they obey, they affirm the belief, they obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Indeed, brothers and sisters, it is a pillar of our iman to believe in all of the prophets and messengers that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent as guides for mankind. It is a must that we believe in every single one of them. We specifically believe in all of those prophets and messengers that have been mentioned by name in the Quran and in the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And likewise, we have a general belief. We believe generally in all of those other, those other prophets and messengers whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have sent, but he has not revealed them to us. He has not revealed their names or where they were sent to, or their, their particular and mission, or their story with their people. And from those prophets, brothers and sisters, that us Muslims, we believe in, is Prophet Isa alayhi salam, Jesus, as he is known in other religions. Prophet Isa, it is a pillar of our belief to believe in him, to believe that he was a prophet and messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now if the question arises, why were prophets and messengers sent as guides and for mankind? Shaykh Ibn Taymiyyah he addresses this question and he says he says since the human intellect is unable to independently determine and decide the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the manner and the way 
which pleases him Allah and is most beloved to him. It's one of the reasons why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent the messengers so that they can clarify the worship of Allah azza wa jal. And likewise, since the human intellect is unable to independently initiate and come up with a suitable, ordered, organized and integrated life system and legislation for a nation according to the differences and diversity and, and their position, their responsibilities and the condition of those people. So therefore, from the wisdom of Allah and His mercy, He sent messengers and revealed scriptures to reform His creatures and establish proofs upon them. Allah says, messengers sent as bearers of glad tidings and warners against evil in order that mankind should have no plea and argument against Allah after the messengers. So the wisdom in sending the messengers, he says, is summarized in the following. Firstly, for establishing proofs against humanity so that no one is able to have an argument before Allah, meaning that no one can say that they did not know that they did not know and revelation was not sent to them. He says, certainly Allah has blocked this argument from its core by sending the messengers and aiding them with clear signs and proofs indicating their truthfulness, the trueness of their prophethood and the soundness and correctness of their way. Secondly, for guiding and directing people to all that contains good and benefit for them in their religious and worldly affairs. Because certainly, people, regardless of how much understanding, intelligence and cleverness they have been given, their minds still remain incapable, incapable of independently organizing a perfect, all-encompassing encompassing life system capable of reforming nations in their entirety in a way that is complete and perfect. Says, as a nation that is coherent, adequately equipped, and proportionally and fairly and fair and just, and they give and ensure the rights of those to whom they belong. Says, thirdly, the messengers were sent to unite people upon one religion and the following of one man. Indeed, people's submission to what they witnessed from the signs and proofs and is supporting and aiding the prophets is the quickest and most powerful and most profound and brings the strongest adherence. For indeed, when they unite under him, meaning the messenger وسلم, with a deeply rooted doctrine and creed and firm faith, rectification, purification and reform occurs. So we see, brothers and sisters, from the kalam of the great scholar, Shaykh Ibn this is from the wisdom that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent prophets and messengers and to mankind. We will discuss specifically now regarding Prophet Isa alayhi salam.
as you know, there is a celebration that is coming up which they attribute it to celebrating his birthday, celebrating his life and his mission, as they claim or some claim. Based upon this, brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it a core, a means of entering paradise, meaning Allah has made our belief in Prophet Isa, Prophet Isa alayhi salam, as a means to enter paradise. As the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man qala, ashadu an la ilaha illallah, wahdahu la sharika lah, wa anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh, wa anna Isa abdullahi wa abnu that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah alone and that he has no partners and that Muhammad is his slave and messenger and that Isa is a servant of Allah and the son of his slave and his word which he sent to Maryam and a soul from the souls that he created, meaning his command, his word, his command, when he commanded for Isa alayhi salam, I need to be created, and that Isa is from the souls whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have created, and that the person believes that paradise is truth, and that the hellfire is, is truth, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will enter that person through any of the eight gates of paradise, and they will, or they wish. So we see from this hadith, brothers and sisters, as the scholars mention, that he is included the belief in Prophet Isa alayhi salam, that is a slave, a messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that he was the son of Maryam, and a soul, from the souls that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. Allah mentions in, in the Quran addressing the people of the book. Allah Azza wa Jal says, Ya Ahlal Kitab, La taglu fi dinikum, wa la taqulu ala Allahi illa al Allah says, O people of the book, meaning the, Jew, the Jews and the Christians, do not exaggerate in your religion. You do not exceed the bounds, exceed the limits. I do not say anything about Allah except that which is true. Indeed, the Messiah Isa, the son of Maryam, the messenger of Allah and his word 
that he sent to Maryam min, and a soul from the souls that he had created. Therefore believe in Allah and his messengers. And do not say that he is three. Do not say that he is three. As the Christians claim and in their belief in the Trinity that, son, that, that God is the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Cease and stop with this. That is better for you. Indeed, Allah is one ilah, one, one God. Subhanahu an yakuna lahu walad. Free is he of having a child. Lahu ma fi samawati wa ma fi al-ard. To him belongs everything that is in the heavens and the earth. Wa kafa billahi wakila. And sufficient is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a disposer of the affairs. So we see, brothers and sisters, from this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clarifies the true position and the true belief regarding Prophet Isa alayhi salam. Because the Christians, they say that Prophet Isa was the son of Allah. And some of them say he is Allah, he is God himself. They invent these types of beliefs and regarding Prophet Isa alayhi salam. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he sent the last revelation of Quran to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he clarified the true position and regarding Isa and freed him of the things that they had attributed to him. Those false beliefs. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala challenges them and commands them to believe in him and his messengers. The way they should believe in them. So indeed, brothers and sisters, us as Muslims, it is important that we remind ourselves and our children regarding the true position of Islam and regarding the belief in Prophet Isa alayhi salam due to what is happening around us, due to those who call to call people and they say to people that Prophet Isa, he was the son of Allah or he is Allah, he was God, he was the son of God. Indeed, we need to make sure that our children are upon the correct and the creed based upon the Quran and the, and the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Isa alayhi salam, his birth was different from the normal and the human being and the meaning. Usually, you find man or a child comes from and he has a father and a, and a mother. But Prophet Isa alayhi salam, he only had a mother. Maryam alayhi salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent his angel to her, giving her the glad tidings that she will have a son. That she will have a son. 
And she replied and she said, قَالَتْ رَبِّي so, oh my Lord, how can I have a child whilst no man has touched me? And it was said to her, this is how your Lord has decreed. Whenever he wants to create something, bring something to existence he merely says it to be and it is he merely commands it to be and he and and it is so this was the creation of isa alayhi salam he had a mother but but no father whilst the christians they attribute to isa that God, as they say, was his father because he did not have any a father, any from the human being. So therefore, God was his father. So na'udhu billah min dhalik. We seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from this, this statement. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is free from having any children. Allah azza wa jal is the creator and everything else besides him, they are his creation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Isa alayhi salam, being a prophet and messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he was given proofs and signs to support his prophethood. As people say, miracles. Proofs and signs to support his prophethood. And the proofs and the signs that he were given whilst he was a child, is that he spoke in the cradle. When he was a young child, and we say a baby, he spoke to the people. And he told the people that he is a servant of Allah and a messenger that Allah has given him the scripture and made him a prophet. As Allah mentions in the Quran, as Allah mentions here, he said, Indeed, I am a servant of Allah. He has given me the scripture and made me a prophet. And he made me blessed wherever I may be. And he advised me with the prayer and giving the zakah as long as that I am alive. And from the other miracles, brothers and sisters, that Isa was given was that he could, by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, cure the sick, those born blind, he gave them sight by the will of Allah. And the lepers, he would cure them by the will of Allah and his subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum min kulli dhamb wa astaghfiruh innahu huwa al-ghafur rahim Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen 
Wassalatu wassalamu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in amma ba'd. In the time of Prophet Isa alayhi salam, the science of medicine was predominant amongst the people. People were involved in learning and practicing medicine and cures. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from his wisdom, he sent the signs, the proofs, the miracles of Isa in the form of cures and medicine. So that it will become hujjah and the evidence. And for those who believe in him, because an evidence against those who disbelieve in him. From them, as we mentioned, that he cured those born blind by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah mentions in the Quran, that Isa, whatever Isa alayhi salam did, and he from curing people, that it was that it occurred by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By the will of Allah Azza wa Jal. And he would cure and he the lepers. He would make a bird out of clay and he would blow in it and it would become a real live flying bird by the will of Allah and subhanahu wa ta'ala as mentioned in the Quran. Prophet Isa alayhi salam, he was a prophet, a human being. He had a special birth, but he was a human being. Allah mentions in the Quran, Allah says that the Messiah, the son of Maryam, was none but a messenger who other messengers had preceded him. And his mother was truthful. They both they ate food. The scholars mention why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mention in this verse that they both ate food because Isa alayhi salam and his mother Maryam were taken as deities. They were worshipped. They are worshipped by those who claim that he is God or the son of God. Allah mentions here that he was a human being. He ate food. They both ate food. And he was a messenger similar to the other messengers that had come before him. Meaning he was not divine. He was not divine. He was a messenger and a servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Prophet Isa never called people to worship him. He never told the people that he was divine or how he should be worshipped. But his message is clearly mentioned in the Quran. That he said, Inna Allaha Rabbi wa Rabbukum mustaqim. Indeed Allah is my Lord and your Lord. So worship him. mustaqim. This is the straight path. So Isa alayhi salam he called to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone as all of the prophets and messengers did. And he said to Banu Israel, you know, Prophet Isa was sent 
to the children of Israel. He said to them, Allah, Rabbi wa Rabbakum. Worship Allah, my Lord, and your Lord. That was his message. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he clarifies this clearly in the Quran. Another point to discuss is that the Christians believe that Prophet Isa was crucified, that he was placed on a cross, and that he died. And then three days later, he resurrected. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clarifies this doubt that they have in the Quran. And he says, وَقَوْلِهِمْ إِنَّا قَتَلْنَا الْمَسِيحَ عِيسَى بْنَ مَرْيَمْ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ وَمَا قَتَلُوهُ وَمَا صَلَبُوهُ وَلَكِنْ شُبِّهَ لَهُمْ وَإِنَّ الَّذِينَ اخْتَلَفُوا فِيهِ لَفِي شَكٍ مِنْهِ مَا لَهُمْ بِهِ مِنْ عِلْمٍ إِلَّا اتِّبَاعَ الظَّنِّ وَمَا قَتَلُوهُ يَقِينًا بَلْ رَفَعُوا اللَّهُ إِلَيْهِ وَكَانَ اللَّهُ عَزِيزًا حَكِيمًا Allah mentions and they're saying that they killed the Messiah Isa, the son of Maryam the messenger of Allah but they never killed him and they never crucified him what he was made it was appeared it was made to appear to them as if they had done so indeed those who differ in this they are in doubt and do not have sure knowledge of it except following conjecture and certainly they never killed him but rather Allah raised him and it up to him and indeed Allah is most great and most wise and the end of time Prophet Isa will be sent back to this earth and he will rule by the Sharia, the legislation of Al-Islam until he will die alayhi salam and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refutes in the Quran in many verses the claim that Prophet Isa was his son that Allah and he had taken him as a son Allah mentions in the Quran وَإِذْ قَالَ اللَّهُ يَا عِيسَى بْنَ مَرْيَمْ أَأَنْتَ قُلْتَ لِلنَّاسِ اتَّخِذُونِي وَأُمِّيَ إِلَهَيْنِ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ قَالَ سُبْحَانَكَ مَا يَكُونُ لِي أَنْ أَقُولَ مَا لَيْسَ لِي بِحَقِّ إِنْ كُنْتُ قُلْتُهُ فَقَدْ عَلِمْتَ Allah will say to Isa as a proof against those who have claimed that he is a deity divine and other than that Allah will say oh Isa the son of Maryam did you say to the people to take me meaning Isa and my mother meaning Maryam as two deities besides Allah he would say subhanak glory be to you glory be to you and free you are of this. I never said that which I have no right to. I never said 
that which I have no right to. So this is the reality, brothers and sisters. And regarding Prophet Isa, alayhi salam. And of course, there are many verses in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refutes this claim and clarifies the true position and the true status of Prophet Isa alayhi salam. But of course, this is not, and the time is not enough for us to go through all of those any verses. So we will end with this and with a last advice and to the parents and to our youth that we need to educate our children from young and regarding the true position of Islam regarding Prophet Isa alayhi salam. For indeed some of the children they go to other schools, non-Muslim schools and over there they are taught and those types of beliefs. So you need to ensure, brothers and sisters, that your children are growing up upon the correct Islamic belief and practice. And we do not forget them. We do not forget them. Forget, brothers and sisters, of what is going on around us and regarding the different types of beliefs and practices. Ensure that your children are following the truth and you clarify that to them. And best of all, is that you place them in the Muslim school. Saves you the headache of all of these issues that can occur and regarding those doubts that can be placed in our children and from young. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in beneficial knowledge and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in righteous actions. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.